0: Just outside the New York Public Library sit those iconic white lion statues. Carved in stone, they give a majestic introduction to a building so important in our American consciousness. It's not a center of economics or government, but instead represents the power of democratic access to learning in a marquee American city the gateway to this country for so many of our ancestors who were seeking freedom, but also seeking opportunity. Upstairs in the vestibule of the reading room itself, so beautifully lined with stained wood, is an iconic mural from the Works Projects Administration, the WPA, celebrating the development of the written word. Each year when I lead a 10th grade synagogue trip to New York, I take our students there to that site and we look at Edward Lanning's depiction of Moses receiving the 10 Commandments and the Jewish contribution to the development of that written word. But afterwards, one of my favorite things to go look at besides the mural in the reading room is in the Children's Library. Formerly housed uptown, but now in their own special display, sit the inspiration for one of my favorite books, Tattered But Beautiful. They are the original stuffed animals that inspired the imagination of A.A. Milne to create Winnie the Pooh. Yes, in New York City, there is so much to see and to eat, but at the library, you can see Pooh and Tigger too. When he became a father, Milne, who was a writer for the British magazine Punch, wrote down the stories that he would tell to his child Christopher as he played with those very stuffed toys. These fabulous works of children's literature have touched so many. And it is amazing to me that one can casually visit these unaware celebrities there in that magnificent library. Colby College professor and writer, Jennifer Finley Boylan, author of the autobiographical work, She's Not There, once wrote about a pilgrimage that she made to that very spot, sacred to we lovers of the product of Milne's imagination. In a New York Times essay, recalling her time as a copy editor, When she just started out her career at E.P. Dutton, which is the American publishers of the Pooh series, who also at the time owned the actual toy animals, something happened. One of her colleagues, Elliot Graham, then a man in his 70s, was given the additional job of shepherding these stuffed animals to literary festivals, to schools and television studios to show them to the public but make sure they were kept safe. Well, it was the last day of her job. She had decided to take that chance in life, to go on to graduate schools to study so she might become a writer. It was that last day and she was sitting nervously at her desk, kind of her head down, worried whether or not she'd made the right choice. And then there was a knock on the door. A crusty voice called out. There is someone who wants to say goodbye to you. And it was Elliot standing there, holding the original pull Winnie the Pooh. He said, go ahead. You need a hug, and you can hug him. And so she did. He was soft, she wrote. And when I was done, Elliot looked at me and nodded and said, don't worry. You'll do great. Good luck in school. That was the last she ever saw of him. Well, over the years, she thought about Elliot once in a while, and thought about that moment of encouragement. She wished that she'd called him to, to let him know about her life journey. But of course, he had died years before, and so she stopped at the library where two Pooh and Tigger and Piglet and Eeyore now live. And she found herself tearing up. She had just gone on a journey. She'd walked by all the places in Midtown where she used to go with her father for lunch, the Daily News building where she had worked, the lollipop street clock at 43rd and 5th, where she and her sister used to meet. And then standing there at that display, she thought of the very end of the book, The House at Poot Corner, in which it's written, our hero takes his leave of the companions of his youth, but wherever they go, and whatever happens to them on the way, in that enchanted place on the top of the forest, a little boy and his bear will always be playing. Our loved ones, our colleagues, our teachers, our friends, sometimes that person we wished we'd been in touch with after a significant moment in our lives, Well, they continue to inspire us and teach us and support us in ways that they may not even comprehend. The littlest act of kindness can stay with a person. It can be so important to a struggling student or colleague who's lost their way. That hug that word of encouragement, that reminder that we have so much to look forward to, can lift us up and be remembered for a lifetime. Yes, the love and hope and support that we receive from our partners, from our spouses, our parents, our children, our friends, all of that sustains us along the way. And you know, it's not always the big but often those little things that cause us to stop and pause and remember just how beautiful and important they were to us and how they live on in our spirit and our lives. So today we take a moment on this holiest of days as we think about our life journey to honor the memory of our loved ones And in so doing, we painfully acknowledge that life is not static, that it's limited, that we have but a short time here to embrace its wonder and its beauty. And it's in the relationships that we make that we add so much vibrancy and meaning to who we are, who we can yet become, and how we add that vibrancy and meaning to others as well. I know that you wish that those who'd been so important to you knew just how much you still love them or just how grateful you are to them for helping you, for being there for you at that moment, for bringing you joy and support. And so let us honor their memories as we say El Malay and Kaddish for them. And you know, the tradition agrees, the Talmud does, in a way with the end of Winnie the Pooh, the Talmud of Pooh, that they are still alive in our hearts and in our minds, and in that enchanted place of being, a part of us always as we remember them still playing, still teaching us, still inspiring and guiding us to be the people who in time we know that we too should be, who can bring joy and hope and inspiration through our acts of love and kindness, not just to those to whom we are close, but to that young woman in the cubicle down the hall who's thinking about her future. They live on as we live. Let us embrace the beauty and meet the challenges of life that they've prepared us for. May their memories continue to guide us. Zichronam Livraha. They are an abiding blessing. Amen.